0: Well, G two, have you heard the news? What's the news? Unlike what's what's, what, what's going on, unlike certain celebrities who have made the decision to jump ship to another network, I've made the decision to stick with our podcast instead of going to NBC. Hey, how do you how do you feel about that? Let's go!
1: Our podcast
0: lives on, unlike Matthew Barry at ESPN. So, are are, are you excited about that? Yeah, ready for. Are a you new... excited about that? Yes, ready for a new season. Yes. Welcome to the Vietnam Fantasy Football Talk Podcast, and now here are your hosts, the Two Gs, Mark and Drew. Well, 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 we're
1: back, aren't we? We are back for another season, another year. And you're in a different studio. I am. Guys, we are actually doing this a little bit on the remote side. I am uh, recording from my home in Fayette.
0: And so, and, and I'm uh, recording from, uh, it's not really downtown Columbia, it's the <laughs> outskirts wait. We're, 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 we're in the, uh, I will say this, one of my nearby neighbors is the Missouri Tigers football coach. So he's just on the other side of the Subdivision. By the way, he did wave at me once. I walk by his house every night when I walk. He did wave at me, and I've not washed my face since. And, and he was he probably oh, there, there goes there goes Mark. He's the the famous podcaster. <laughs> uh, yeah, with the two G's. So uh, man, what what a busy off season and, and, for the NFL
1: and for us.
0: Well, <laughs> yes. And by the way, I think it's fair to say that the Matthew Barry news. Isn't it the biggest off-season news of the year? That's
1: big. At first I was uh, a little worried when he said he was cutting ties with ESPN. I thought, "Oh no. I I won't have my dose of Matthew Berry each week. Where's the love-hate?" And then like a, what was it a week later, or a couple of days later, he, he announced being with NBC. So, I'm really glad that he's continuing on and, you know, we don't know the story there, but maybe he just needed a a fresh a fresh uh, you know, change of pace. Um, so I think it's going to be cool to see him on NBC now. I think he's going to be on, uh, the, uh, Sunday Night Football. He will be, uh, programming as well. So that's really cool.
0: Well, and, and again, it's, that's very cool. He, I've seen three, four of the episodes already, uh, streaming on YouTube. Same. And, and I like the, the guy from Australia. The Aussie, <laughs> I, lo- I love his accent.
1: <laughs> yes. If you haven't gotten
0: a chance to look at it, t-
1: take a look and, uh, yeah, their podcast is is pretty good.
0: It's 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 very good. I, I like the uh, studio, and then I still watch Stefania. Uh, is it Yates? Is is that is Field it? Yates? Yeah, uh, Mike Clay. Mike. By the way, they are those guys are good. Yes. but it just seems different.
1: It's, it is different. I will say though, a lot of times Matthew Berry wasn't on it anyway, though, and they just you know ca- you know carried the ball and did did fine. Well, so it doesn't seem that.
0: a whole di- a lot different to me. I, okay, good, interesting. But I will say that the last few shows, again, with, with Mike Clay, and I've got a friend, he's a CFO and he's, he's pretty, he's somewhat prominent in the fantasy world and he knows Mike and they're good. I mean, those guys, they really are. So it's not like they're going backward, but to get the chance to go from ESPN to NBA, that, that is a big deal. I mean, we're we're talking more eyeballs. The other big thing in the off season, if someone were to just quiz all of us, would you say that the wide receiver moves are the biggest moves in the off season?
1: I would definitely agree with that. Wow, a lot of moves around in like big name players. I mean, at first I
0: the, the first one was Devonte Adams,
1: right, Devonte.
0: And I and I think every owner in the NFL had to hate that because all of <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, everyone wants more money, and and so people will be sending. Devonte is going to get a lot of Christmas cards uh, this year. I'm betting. <laughs> uh, here's one that impacts you. Oh, and by the way, Tyreek Hill. going, Tyreek to, Hill. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Going to uh, uh, Miami, and then one of your guys from Seattle to Denver. Russell Wilson,
1: Russell it's Wilson. a
0: biggie. Uh, this one is one a story we probably like to forget, but the big trade between the Houston Texans and the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> who who oh. is the idiot? I mean, oh
1: my gosh!
0: We'll, we'll keep our let's <laughs> let's just let's just pose this question:
1: If you were a uh, Deshaun Watson owner in a in a particular fantasy league. Would you still hold on to him in Dynasty?
0: Ooh, this is where we need a good sound effect. <laughs> Stump, where are you at, man? <laughs> what are your thoughts? And, and and speaking of Cleveland, who went from Cleveland to Carolina?
1: Uh, Baker did. So ho-
0: hopefully that hopefully
1: it's a good move for him. Maybe we'll get a chance to see if he you know does well on a on a new team. Um, a lot of people say a lot of stuff about him that you know he's he's just not nearly as good as a lot of other guys
0: in the NFL, but hey, we get a chance to see. He'll be the number one starting out. We'll see. We'll see I'm pulling for I, I I think it's a neat guy. I, by the way, I love his commercials from last year. <laughs> yeah. Those those were hilarious. Uh let's move on. And so we we'll be a little informal in this season season one show, or I should say episode one for this new season, by the way, how many seasons is this our fourth?
1: I should know. Uh, I think it's, this is either four or five. You think the, the podcasters of this great league would, would know the answer to that.
0: Maybe our fans will, our our, our fans will send you a text or an email. So, I can just hear everyone. I could hear if we had the commission on commission will be on. He doesn't know this, but he will uh, be on uh, several times throughout the the season. If he were on right now, he'd say this is the biggest, busiest off season. This fantasy league has ever experienced. I mean, not even close. Now there's a driver to that. (laughs) Yeah, there's a reason. There's an underlying reason, but there were still quite a few trades. Uh, Who who would you say is has been your favorite move all year? And by the way, you were on the other end of a couple of trades too this year.
1: Just a just a little bit. Just 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 a tiny bit. Nothing absolutely drastic, though, compared to some of the trades that are out here.
0: Who are some of your Um, favorites?
1: What's that? Who are some of your favorites? Some of my favorites. I don't know if it's a it's a favorite, but definitely the biggest and most interesting, I think, is uh, Thomas getting uh, um, Jarvis Landry, Tyree Kill, Josh Jacobs, uh, a couple of draft picks um, from Chris, and uh, Chris getting a couple draft picks in return, um, getting Bateman and more. Um, that's a that's a huge change of teams. You know, big name players here. And you know, of course there are the draft picks there, but that completely changed their team's makeup. And I know Chris was trying to totally change his team up, um, going through what he would consider a, you know, total of revamp of it, of his team as it's getting older, Thomas on the side of being super young and still trying to be super relevant and having players that can, that can perform right off the bat. Um, so I think that move, uh, you know, is hopefully helping. It's maybe helping both of them, but I don't know looking at this trade who actually won here. I think it we don't necessarily know.
0: That's a good question and one we can probably answer. Here's the thing. It's very obvious and I and I hate to talk about someone when he can't be here to to talk, to validate, to confirm. But I think it's fair to say that Thomas he wants to win it all this year. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He is all in. So even if he wins it all and then he goes to pot, he won't. <laughs> but if he goes to pot the year after, he'll still say, I did it. I did it. And and that may be one way to look at the trade. Now, if he finishes second this year, second or third next year, Maybe that has a different. There's a different opinion about that, but right. But hey, you know he he made a big bet, and he's going to see how it plays out. And by the way, I'm pulling for him. As you know, he's one of my favorite people uh, in the league, and uh, I again I am pulling for him. And now, I think
1: we're we're both
0: uh, picking him as
1: as the number one on the year. Yes, not to, not to give away our our picks already on the show, but. Uh, Thomas, Thomas, we were definitely both pulling for you here.
0: Exactly. We're going to talk a little bit more about that, uh, a little bit later. Don't forget Devonte Adams. He did that trade too.
1: Right. Devonte Adams. We, so we thought going into the year, you know, Thomas was going to be, you know, absolutely brand new, all these first round draft picks. And then when he started to make these trades, you know, it kind of changed the makeup of, of what his team's going to look like. It's not necessarily so you know, fresh, complete, fresh new people on his lineup. Um, he's got some veterans, so it's kind
0: of scary. And he, don't forget that last trade he made, Nick Chubb. Right,
1: and that was just... Uh, Recently,
0: within the last... Now, I have an opinion about that trade. Now, he. It, th- this is interesting. This is interesting. And, and again, what... I, I hope Thomas will reach out to you and say if he thinks G1 is crazy or off his rocker, but I'm thinking, here's how I'm thinking with Thomas. Antonio Gibson stock is going down and he's got this young, I mean, was it, is it Brian Robinson who was in that fatal shooting right. accident? He's on an uptick. They already have JD McKissick, who's gonna be really the prominent back, who'll be the pass catching back. So where is that Lead Gibson? Now he's still a great talent, at least from my amateur eye. But is he gonna be the bellwether running back? Definitely not at the round back. So Thomas is probably thinking, I need to I, I need to strengthen that running back room because even in Colorado where you still have Melvin Gordon. He's still going to be a factor in that backfield. So he's got a great running back there. He's probably thinking, I I need to stabilize my running backs. Well, now all of a sudden, Brian Robinson is on the shelf for a few weeks, and he goes ahead and makes the trade to get Nick Schaub. Here's the deal. And I, I I know a little bit about Nick Chubb because he used to be on my team. So I've done a lot of research, right. a lot of my reading on him, still kind of follow him. He's one of the best running backs in the NFL. But he's not the greatest fantasy running back in the world. He's not going to be the guy who catches a lot of balls. You've got Kareem Hunt to do that. So I'm just wondering how big of an impact Nick Chubb will be and if it will have made a big difference in him making that trade with, I think that's a great trade. That's a gutsy, ballsy trade that that Stump made. I would like to reach out to Stump and just say, "Are you sure? Are you glad? I, <laughs> Yeah. I think I know why he did it, but it's ballsy. I mean that 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 took guts. And when I saw that trade, I just thought, good trade. I that was one of my favorite trades in the whole sea in the whole off season because. Both of them, Thomas needs a running back, Stump needs a wide receiver. But it, I bet it was hard to push play on yeah, the trade. I,
1: I agree. So, I agree. Great trade.
0: It, Stump, you hear us t- tell us uh, what you think. And then we had some minor trades. I don't know if you call c- the Camara trade a minor trade, but that that's going to help Anthony a, a little bit. Um, trying to think of some of the other trades, you know. I... I you know, Thomas and I made a kind of a minor trade, if you call a first-round pick for Elijah Moore a minor trade. <laughs> right. Um, so again, I did. I think I did four trades myself. But if you ask anyone about them, no one will know what they mm-hmm. were. So we're, we're, we'll call them minor trades. But again, just a fascinating offseason. The biggest, maybe one of the biggest we'll ever see for a long time. Agree? Agreed. Agreed.
1: Agreed kind of interesting as well after stump made that move just a couple weeks ago then he also he traded away wide receiver in Smith Schuster and got ramonde Stevenson uh, from Dylan so in a way it's kind of a reversal um but because of who he got with Evans he probably felt more comfortable getting getting rid of Schuster uh, in a situation where he doesn't know if he's gonna be a you know top dog over there and then getting a Potentially very dependable back in New England, so I think Stump is making some really interesting moves. He's really thinking about what is what his team needs to look like.
0: He is savvy. Yes, he he is savvy, and and I'll just say this: he's interesting to trade with. I mean, I, I we we did a trade really earlier in the season, and he kept saying no, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. And then finally, yes. He he's savvy. He's sharp, and I know he does his homework. He does his reading. Uh, I like doing business with him, but be prepared to it's gonna probably work always a little bit to his favor. I I think he's coming out on the better end. I, I think that's gonna be a pleasant surprise. And I'm thinking I'm thinking, Stump, I'm thinking that you were thinking. Maybe I need a little bit more depth in running back after all. I think that's why he was willing to to do that. So again, that's that's my speculation. Hey, let's move on to Chris. And you and know, I, we talked about this the other night when you were over uh, at the um at the Real Studio. <laughs> yes. So I'll just ask you point blank, what'd you think of what Chris did? and blowing up his team? Well, it's what I expected because he
1: basically said he was going to do this all season long last year. He said last year was his, you know, his all in year, um, you know, ready to, to completely rebuild after this last year. Um, I think it's fascinating. He's the, you know, one of the, arguably one of the smartest managers in our league. Clearly he cares a lot about his team and he's really thought through a lot of the things that he does. Um, we can make fun of his his trades all day long, but ultimately he, he knows what he's doing and he's really smart about it. So I think he has a good end in mind and he's not just thinking about you no know, win now. And yeah, he's had a great dynasty, but I think he's still trying to build long-term and be able to maintain some stability. And if you look at his team, it's not like he's going to win no games this year. I think he's going to be pretty competitive and I think he's going to be not fun to play against some of these weeks. Uh, if he has... I know you you can't say this cuz injuries are an issue but if he has no injuries with his you know main core starters he can he can put up 140 150 points a week no problem.
0: Uh, I agree. Uh, I agree. I I have been thinking more and more about uh is it ETN there in Jacksonville. Yes. Yep. Uh, the big surprise with that team is James Robinson is supposedly healthy. Now, is he going to be like healthy the old James Robinson? I don't see how, but according to Peterson, he's going to be, he's going to have a significant role in that team. So it's, I'm not saying that James Robinson is going to have a great season. What's going to happen is this guy's a stud running back. He's a stud third down running back. What's that going to do to ETN's numbers? It's going to it could, it could hurt it for sure. Uh,
1: I think that, I think potentially they can both be, uh, point getters for uh, Jacksonville. Agreed. Um, but maybe it, it means a teen isn't getting, you know, top 10 running back numbers, maybe like think top 25. Agree, And he's can get 10 to 15 points a week. And maybe that's all Chris needs out of him this that's, year.
0: And that's what I'm thinking too. That's what I'm thinking. Now, at one point we might've thought, Hey, this guy is a top 10 running back, but now I don't know if that's the the case. So, and plus we do know that Peterson from his past, he likes running backs by committee right? from from Philadelphia. Uh, Here's my thought on Chris. And first of all, it's not our place to criticize, but we can lend perspectives. So here's my perspective. I I think number one in fantasy football, the number one goal is to have fun. Agree? Agreed. And you and I were talking the other night, and I think you like where I was coming from. I'm, I'm, Usually the goal is to win this year. Would you say that most of the people in our league, it's all about this year?
1: Oh, yeah. It's more fun to win now.
0: But me, what I like about Dynasty is thinking ahead. So I have two goals. The goal is don't be a fool in the current year because I'm not going to finish the top four this year. So, but I want to have fun this year, but I'm really trying to work hard. Like last year, really going back to two years ago, I was already thinking ahead. So I have some young players on my team. I mean, I, I, I got T. Higgins two years. So some of these people I've had, and I was kind of looking ahead and, and coming in last place will do this to you. So there are two goals, long-term goals and short-term goals. And imagine two quarters. And those two quarters representing your two goals, one's long term, one's short term. Imagine one quarter being on top of the other one. Let's say the quarter on top is the short term goals and it's completely hiding the long term goals. What's gonna take what what's gonna be the priority? It's gonna be win this year. Right. Well, what if you take that quarter that's on top and move it over a little bit to where you can see both of them at the same time? That's what I think I'm that's trying the to happy do. Medium. So if someone were talking to me, again, I'm not criticizing Chris, but looking at his team, I'm questioning or wondering, what about a rebuild kind of on the fly? And what I mean by that is don't get rid of everybody, still be competitive. I mean, look at the Chiefs this year or this offseason. They unloaded Tyreek Hill. When I say unloaded, they really didn't have a choice. <laughs> but look at the haul they got back. All those picks. So they still have Mahomes, still have a great coaching staff. Now they have some of this young talent. The, the defense is going to be better. So it's almost like they did a, a soft rebuild, and no one's even saying that. They still have a chance to go to the Super Bowl this year, even though they're in a tough division. So my point is, could someone like a Chris – and maybe partially rebuild, maybe keeping more of his players. Now, again, for him, this may be a lot of fun, unloading almost everybody except for Justin Jefferson and Mahomes. Those are right. his anchors. So that, that's my perspective. And we're not saying one perspective is right and the other is wrong. It's just a perspective for anyone else who decides to do this down the road.
1: I think he's going to be pleasantly surprised if he really thinks it's just a truly rebuilding year. Uh, because, again, looking at his lineup, you know, it's not going to be fun to play against. Like I said before, uh, like you said, Justin Jefferson, Patrick Mahomes are a staple that he had from last year. But, you know, some of the guys that he picked up over the offseason, getting Elijah Moore, um, getting Rashad Bateman, that's a really big trade right there. Um, it is. Bateman is going to be the number one guy in Baltimore. And assuming that he's completely healthy, uh, that could be a really big year for him. Uh, Ayuk is coming off of a year from last year where he actually saw some great usage there, I believe towards the end of the season. Um, again, a comes down to health and what it looks like in the backfield. But again, these are names that are gonna be good plays this year. And if things go his way, he could be pleasantly surprised and find his way in the, at least the top five, if not, you know, better if, if certain things go his way, we know each week it, c- it can come down to literally one to two points. Uh, being the difference of two or three extra wins or losses.
0: Good point. And on that, any news, any information, any messages, I'm sure Chris will talk to you, text you, or email you to give his perspective. Yes. I'm sure yes. he will. Okay, the draft. The draft. What would you think of the draft? Riveting. Just... Riveting? just
1: out of this world it was uh it was intense uh I think we were all sweating uh I, th- I think when it boiled down to the those picks that we made it, it uh you know took our heart and soul away I yeah <laughs> no, it was good
0: well I just want to let you know <laughs> I just want to let you know I am really proud of myself so here here you and I are these famous yes podcasters uh, I'm the guy who decided not to bolt to NBC. So I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking ahead. You know, I, I'm a co-host of this podcast. I think I should record this draft. So okay. I, I want to play this clip of where Bruce Hall is being taken. what did you think of that? <laughs> okay okay g2 wait a minute now uh, the number two pick. just a minute let me tee this up okay i'm on my this, uh, how you like <laughs> this is good audio. <laughs> i paid a lot of money for this audio wow. so wait anyway, here i'm wait a minute i gotta play drake london so here is bancy here's, Bansy. here's ba- by the way bancy i like <laughs> why is it why is it that in MLB, all these announcers put a Y on everybody's last name. So Ban so Bancy, here's Bancy <laughs> picking the overall number two pick, Drake London. What'd you think of that? <laughs> now what I'm thinking about, what I'm thinking about is on our YouTube channel, which we will have one coming up, I'm gonna play the entire draft. Just, millions of views are gonna the, are gonna
1: the, click into that it will be wow. the audio
0: version so uh so anyway. i hope you're going <laughs> i hope you're
1: trying to get monetized for that because it's going to really pay for this podcast
0: well i think more that in a minute so so anyway what'd you think of the draft it, it was it was good
1: i think uh i'm happy with how it went for myself personally um i think for the most part, it went down as maybe we would expect pick wise, uh, with a couple, you know, variables. I think we were both a little bit surprised by Dylan's first round pick. Um, I did talk to him he, a couple days ago and he said, Man, you guys are always are always making fun of me for my moves. I've actually been okay the last couple of years, which in, in truth he he has. So Dylan, I don't I'm not trying to make fun of you. We were just making a point. Um, your your first round draft pick was a little bit interesting and you know we'll see if it works out for you but uh but yeah what what are your thoughts
0: it went as expected uh and by the way i will go ahead and announce to the world that i was willing to get rid of a couple of my first round picks jb i don't he either doesn't like me jb either doesn't like me <laughs> or he doesn't plug into sleeper very often, but I wanted. I I made like six attempts to get C.D. Lamb.
1: Oh wow, that would have been big,
0: and never happened. So it's, so I was not impressed with this year's wide receiver core. And maybe I overread uh, too much. I mean, there were a couple of people I would have liked to have had. I sweated, sweated, sweated. I I was even up until the night, I mean, I'd done, I've been, I'd went through several scenarios. I almost picked Olave, but then I think, do I really like Jameson? Do I really like Winston that much? Um, gosh, uh, I wanted Pickens at that 2.01 pick that I had, but right. stump picked him. Smart but pick. I think the first one, two, three, four, five picks went as expected. I, do not agree, and I'm sure Dylan will tell us this. I do not agree with Cook being picked in the first round. Um, Remember, he's going to be a share with Singletary uh, this year. Right. And I just don't see him being that significant, getting a lot of points.
1: However, it is better than picking a... A, uh, a tight end in your first round who's already I, in the league bet, uh, like ouch. Dylan did last year. Ouch. So Dylan, you're getting
0: better. <laughs> ouch. Um, I mean, again, he could have had either Olave or Pickens and I'm expecting big things from Pickens. Pickens, I wouldn't even be surprised as he's in the running for the work of the year uh, th- this year, even beyond uh, Hall and, and, London, I, you know, we just, we don't know how, how those two halls got to share the backfield with, with Carter. I don't know if, if Hall's going to get the lion's share of the the touches. So it's, it it was an interesting draft, no really big surprises. What I'm going to be looking forward to is people who got picked in the second and third rounds. I'm really intrigued with who is going to surface as a sleeper. Right. And, and right now I just have absolutely no idea. I have zero ideas on who the sleepers could be. Um, I mean, anyone come to mind? I, I like who you picked. I, I love your pick, uh, in the third round. Um, but- yeah. So I think now was, uh, I'm trying to remember
1: was Spiller my third round pick or was it Tyler Algier? Cause those are, Oh, it was Algier.
0: He was your third. I
1: really like, I really like Algier. Uh, You're looking at an Atlanta team where their number one running back is a converted wide receiver. who's 30 plus years old who did absolutely fantastic last year. Let's not get that wrong. But do we really see him having a similar year as he did last year? You know, there's, I would expect. And if you talk with Mike Clay, who, who is all about looking at regression stats and, and what things look like there, he's not going to have necessarily the same year and Algier is that next guy up and he's going to get a chance. You know it because Patterson will have his attempts where he's going to be lining up outside of the line of scrimmage and they want to have someone else in the running back spot. That's Algier. So I think the opportunity is there. So if he capitalizes on that, I think he could be a a potential sleeper for this year. And that's why I was excited about picking him up.
0: Who had the best draft?
1: Well, Thomas had the advantage of having a lot of picks uh, of the first of the, uh, what first round or in the first couple of rounds. He definitely had a lot of them. Um, so you could maybe go with with Thomas there. Um, what are your thoughts on on who the best best was?
0: I don't know. I like who Chris picked. Chris got Drake London. That's and I think. Olave is another person who could be in the running because I, I don't think Michael Thomas is going to be the old Michael Thomas. I I think Olave is going to be special, but the reason I didn't pick him is that quarterback situation. That's, that was a big question mark for me. Uh, there's a, I, it was almost a flip of the coin. Do I take him or not? And so again, I thought that was a great, great, I thought, Chris did a great job of picking up uh, uh Brian Robinson I don't know if there's a little bit of luck there because I, I don't remember I don't remember how much of the preseason had we gone two weeks or just one week so I don't know how much you got to see a Brian Robinson before our, our draft um Pierce I've read I did a lot of reading on this draft and Pierce uh, the wide receiver in in, in the, um, uh, for the Colts. He's, I think he can be, maybe not this year, but you know, he has, he has plenty of roster space to, he does, let, he let didn't, develop. unlike some
1: of us, he didn't have to drop anyone when he, when he drafted his players, <laughs> he had so much space.
0: Um. Again, I can't remember all these names. He picked up Watson from Green Bay. And I think the the name that's been tossed around the most is, is it uh, starts with a D is it, is it, daubs is that is that the oh
1: d-o-u-b-s yeah however you say it
0: i i again we don't know but watson going into i think right after the draft i mean he's considered maybe one of the heir parents uh possibly and um we'll, we'll see I, I chris had a really good chris had a really really good, good draft so it, it's hard to say who had the best yeah he had the the count that second round is a crapshoot. Even the first round <laughs> yes. is, is a crapshoot. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. But again, that was fun uh, after the uh, having the break uh, from the offseason. It was fun to, to be able to do that and get it over with. And let's talk about what do we want to do next? What do we want to do next? It's time now to play stump the expert or stump the idiot. No, we'll call it stump the it's probably going to be idiot. (laughs) Stump the expert. And what we're going to do is the 10 biggest questions facing every team. Does that make sense? Yes. We're going to go down every team and look at the top questions, and what's going to be Thomas's big big question for the year? We actually screwed up. The producer screwed up.
1: How did the producer screw up?
0: Well, doing the Stump the Expert, uh- that was supposed to be our intro. Oh. We screwed up. We're going to lose viewers because of that. Or listeners. For listeners, <laughs> listeners. So the way we'll do this is, you will, I, you will read the questions, okay, and I, and I will pipe in. So we okay, need, so do we need to let this play through? <laughs> I can, I can go. Ahead Let's start. just turn that stupid thing off. Now we'll have our background music.
1: Okay. So question number one. This is for Thomas. Depending on the finish Thomas has. Will he have to change his name to I'm in the pits? Oh,
0: I like that. Did our crack staff put that together? Yeah, Did, yeah. I mean, do you get it? Do you get it? He has a. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay, yes, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I think the real question there is how does he not win it all?
1: I, I, that's a tough question because I'm looking at his, at his team and I am lucky enough to maybe catch him in week one where his his players aren't figuring things out yet, you know, new teams for Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill um, but outside of that I, I don't see him losing a whole lot of games this year if, if his guys perform the way they're supposed to
0: question number two question number two
1: how many trade offers will Bantz make this year?
0: Well, the answer is none because he has—he's not a <laughs> good player. Well, except can you imagine him trading Justin Jefferson? He won't, but they'd be like six draft picks. Your kids, part of your net worth—is—is um, is money allowed to? T- can can money tr- change hands? I mean, if I offered Chris five hundred dollars, <laughs> I did- think
1: I think the league office might. Have something might to draw about. an issue with that.
0: Okay, we'll have to see about that. So I'm saying he's run out. Probably none, but that's a good question, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, now we may so then, we may get in trouble for this next one, number three.
1: No, it's okay. We say it with love. Anthony, we love you. <laughs> but how many times do we think that he will forget to set his lineup? Ooh. Ouch. Prove me wrong.
0: Make it happen, Anthony. I want you to win this year, man. Okay. Uh, number. 4 I, I'm. I'm looking for a serious question. Okay. Okay. I, even questions. this next one's not serious. Serious this question. This one's mean. It's it, It's
1: serious. How many RBs will MLB replace with receivers? That's not funny.
0: That. <laughs> that's why. What well, what's
1: what's the answer?
0: The, the answer is <laughs> I'm going to be filing uh, a, a report. To Thomas, of uh, reasons why I should be able to have all my positions be wide receivers uh, going <laughs> okay. forward, but yeah, that, that's not that's not
1: funny. Uh, okay, okay. So, so next question is could potentially be a legit question here.
0: It is a legit for question. for
1: Deflate Gate. Will CMAC outscore Corderell
0: Patterson? And that is, <coughs> I don't know, because it gets Same. down to health, right? Health. Absolutely. I, here's the thing. I, I'm i pulling for him. I, I think he makes the NFL more exciting. He makes the game more exciting. It's going to make Carolina a better team. It's better competition. So I'm hoping... And by the way, if he stays healthy, is that a team you want to face uh, of JB's? Potentially not. Uh, you know, the depth isn't
1: there like it is on some of the other teams. But yeah, if CNAC is healthy and Cordell Patterson has a year like he did last year, then yeah, you don't, you don't want to play against that, but, uh, you know, it comes down to see max health. He has not had a healthy season in what it's been three years now. Uh, but he's only what, 25 years old right now. Still young. And so he's still going like number two overall in redraft leagues. So if he is healthy, then, then it's not going to be even a close between him and Patterson. I wouldn't think. And, uh, you know, both of them on JP's team. Yeah. That's going to be pretty scary. Cause that can be a, you know, combination of 50 points right there, potentially. Right.
0: Okay, number six. I don't know if this... This is kind of... Uh, this <laughs> is an interesting question.
1: <laughs> okay, so will Doc Yoga be the first ever fantasy player to start both Alvin
0: and James Cook in the same game? Ooh. How many people in the world who have their own league, have a league, have both Cooks on their team? Interesting. Interesting. What's Probably not a lot. Not a lot.
1: So Dylan, prove us prove us wrong that your first round pick I was think, a good one and play it, them both and
0: how, score a lot of points. How about week one? I want to say yeah, it like both. It. I think it'll look <laughs> cool. Just just for fun. I just it'd look cool. Yep. Okay. <laughs> this is okay. <laughs> this is who, definitely serious. Who wrote <laughs> who wrote this?
1: This is stupid. How many auto insurance policies can land and sell the members of his squad? Or Will he attempt to bring back Philip Lindsay? That's a good one. That is a good one. We miss Philip Lindsay, man. We what do. a great play by Lanon to pick
0: him up when he did several years ago. Several years ago, he is he is on whoever he's playing with right now. I forget. He's on there. I almost said the taxi squad uh, <laughs> uh, on their uh, on their, um, Prac- their practice. Thank you, practice, practice squad. Thank you, thank you, thank yep. you. I'm I'm drawing a blank. It's like I know who he's with. I can't remember, but but anyway, right. I leave it to Landon. I could see him maybe picking up the phone. Say, hey, you want to want to buy some State Farm insurance? Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, give, I'm sure he'll give you a good deal. Okay, this is interesting. Ooh. Number eight.
1: Number eight. Unfortunately, I think I know the answer to this question. Will Travis Kelsey finish with more fantasy points than any other receivers on G 2s team?
0: Now this this is not a stupid question because you got DK Metcalf. Normally would say this guy's a stud, but not this year. Right now, Deontay Johnson, I, I, he would look good on my team. By the way, he's one of those I would love to have, but uh, where? quarterback situation. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's potentially still
1: an upgrade from last year with thoughts being in his last year and just, you know, he's old, he's ready to retire. Uh, but I think there's still a question mark there. And unfortunately, I think there's question marks with a couple of different of um, my wide receivers. You know, there's Allen Robinson too. He's in a situation where he's, he's new over in LA and we don't know how productive he's going to be with all the options they have over there. And meanwhile, Travis Kelsey, there's one less wide receiver there whose name is Tyreek Hill, And who's the next guy? Travis Kelsey, even with Hill in the lineup, it was Kelsey and Hill, Kelsey and Hill. So now who's going to be Kelsey and who? So I think Kelsey's going to be that number one guy.
0: Oh, I, I, you've got some league members who have an opinion. Uh, <laughs> yes. The Sky Moore owner, the MBS owner, the Schuster, Juju Smith Schuster owner. So you may have some people who email you with an opinion there maybe maybe. hey the next one this is a serious question this is a big
1: one this is a tough one jr who has a better fantasy season murray or hurts just to have those two guys on your team that's crazy first of all
0: i came up with another question for him also serious does jr have an age problem with his team that's a good question
1: he is, if you look at his team, he probably has the least amount of movement from last year, uh, the least turnover. His starting lineup looks pretty similar to what it was last year. So that could be a good thing in that he's going to be consistent with how he did last year and be in being the top four, or maybe one year older, you know, a little farther behind potentially. We don't know.
0: Where I'm coming from is Derek Henry and uh, Zeke Elliott, right? those two, right. and... You know, want to, again? I don't know. I'm I'm not a full time analyst like Matthew Barry is, uh, or Phil Yates, or all of those people. I don't know. But again, age could be creeping up on him. Hey, the final question. Do you want? Do you want to take this one? Uh, actually, go ahead.
1: Okay, so for stump, what has to be true? To repeat, and can he do it?
0: The question is: Do we need to save that? I think there's a better question. That was your question. I have a much better question for Stump. You want to hear it? Yes. Who will overtake Stump this year for the most players? or suspended <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's good, that's that, was good. A, that was a good one great job
0: i i i put a lot of time thinking you feel about, good about that question I, I feel really 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 good about that question well now it's time to talk about league projections Ooh. hey by the way Do you know that it was me? I went back and listened. It was me who picked Stump to win it all.
1: Wow. I mean, you're right.
0: I didn't just pick him to finish the final four. I picked him to win it all. This year, I think Thomas, and some people may say Thomas for sure. I will say this, his wide receivers is a beautiful thing. I look at his wide receivers and I, yep. I I start to think, what if, what if, what if? So how do you want to do this in the picks? I I broke it up between they're in. I'm kind of sure. I don't know. I've got the no siree.
1: <laughs> I like that.
0: And then I've got Be careful with him. So, do you want to start with the top? Let's start with the top, sure. So, uh, I'm saying... And by the way, I'm cheating. We're supposed to pick the top four. I can't. I've been agonizing this before some of the trades, after the trades, after the, the draft... I don't know but I do know this I picked two people who are in no matter what and they're probably gonna finish one two Thomas and stump I actually think stump is gonna have some uplifts and some back wins because don't forget he's got uh, who's, the, who's who's the guy that's suspended uh, uh, out, Watson well out in Arizona. Oh, uh, uh, Hopkins, 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 right. Uh, he's coming back after six games, even if it's another couple games for him to get his, his cadence, his rhythm, uh, to get in sync. That's a big, I mean, that's like a trade right there. And that, that's like a huge waiver wire pickup. So I, I, he's going to have some back tailwinds, uh, near the back end of the season. So that's why I'm saying he he is a lock for the top three. I'm going to say top two. The only reason I'm saying Thomas, the reason I'm questioning, and I hope Thomas isn't mad at me, because again he's one of my he's probably my my favorite player in this league, and I also love doing business with him. It's his running back situation. There's no real clear cut. It's just like Stump has those clear cut. Running backs, right? Swift on your team is a clear cut. You know, not only a number. I mean, he he not only are RB one, but he's like a top fourth. Is he the fourth best, fifth best running back throughout the NFL, at least fantasy purposes. So that's why it's my only hesitancy with Thomas. But I think over a very long season, yeah, he's going to win. He's going to score a ton of points. But does he win it all? Again, that's why I'm saying. They're in. Those two. Now, the I'm kind of sure section, I've got JR. What do you think of that?
1: I, yeah. Um, so It's hard because there's a group of about five teams that I think are, could make the top four, maybe even six teams. And it's really hard to decipher in my mind who isn't in that top four.
0: That's why I said I'm kind of sure. Kind of sure. Yeah. I will say this about GR. We we can say this about every team, but his depth is a little bit questionable. So he's done a lot of work to have those great starters, but next man standing. Right. Next man standing. So In,
1: in my head, I see Thomas being that number one and Stump is in the top four somewhere. And then it's a fight between, in my in my mind, I see Landon and Joe Ryan kind of vying for each other.
0: That's, I don't have a problem with that, because on the I don't know section, I've got Landon and G2. Okay. Because you, as I look at your lineup, I thought, man, is, is this running back situation is very interesting? And I don't, your wide receivers, you got depth. You got some nice little depth in that wide receiver group that you have there. I, I like your team is not what I would call great, but it's good. And you can withstand some injuries. I think I might, but in the same
1: way, I, I look at your team and kind of think the same thing. And I know when I emailed my picks to you, you know, week, a couple weeks ago, I actually put you in the top four. So you're one of those, I don't know. You're either four or five right there. It really depends on how your players mature this year. We'll see.
0: I am picking myself to have a sub-500 season. Okay. We'll we'll see about that. I think I'm 6-7, and which is better than last year. Uh, (laughs) I won five games last year, so I I think I go up one game this year. So, basically, I got five people. Thomas, Stubb, JR, Landon, G2 for the top five. So the I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a fight between you and Landon for that fourth spot. Now on the No Surrey, No Surrey. I don't think Dylan's going to have a great season. I think Dylan will struggle to make it to five hundred. I hate to say that. We we love Dylan, but I think he. I, I think. I'm sorry, Dylan brother. I just don't see him finishing even over five hundred. I think Anthony is not a punching bag either, but I think he's going to struggle. He'll either be one game over 500 or one game under 500. I, and and I think it goes without saying that Chris is not going to finish. He'll be under 500. I don't think he's going to. It'll be tough. Um, for him. I mean, I, he's going to have some good games or he'll go off. Um, now, here's the team I said to be careful with. If C-Mac gets injured, then JB is near the bottom. But if he's healthy, he's got some decent now his depth is awful. JB is one of those people where he's got a he's got C D Lamb, he's got C Mac. That that's some good that's 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 that that could be turned into some nice draft capital and maybe a couple of French players just to keep him a little bit competitive. Right. I just I it's like maybe he's the guy who maybe should have been thinking about uh, a rebuild. Cause like I said, he's had two really good players to where uh, I'm sure Thomas would love having C-Mac as a, as an yeah. insurance policy. Uh, I'm sure I wouldn't be surprised if Jr makes a, a, a run, uh, toward either C D Lamb now that I've said it or C-Mac. We'll, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know what draft capital that Jr has that he can, um, uh,
1: Presented. Yeah, his wideout
0: his his wideouts aren't
1: aren't bad to look at. Not, you yeah. got CD Lamb, you got Terrible. Terry McLaurin, a yep. healthy McLaurin um could be very good for Washington potentially. And then if you look at his bench, he, I don't think he's really said his lineup for the week, but if you look at his bench, you got Hunter Renfro. Yep. Um yeah, he has a deal with Devontae Adams over there now. Um but still he he is a very prominent wide receiver at this point. I think we can guarantee him a decent share of the load over there. And um uh, a St. Brown for Detroit coming off last year, I believe is his rookie year, if I'm thinking correctly. And he kind of showed up at, towards the end of the year and, and he could be a standout this year. He could be a sleeper.
0: He could, but what surprised me, Detroit knows what they're doing. I, they, it's new sheriff in town. So they go out and in the first round, they pick Jameson Williams. Right. So I think in the first half of the year, yeah, you're right. But near that second half, we're expecting Williams to come back. Maybe I would, I'm personal opinion. I think it's going be near Thanksgiving. Uh, there's, there's no, he's there for the long haul. So I, that's why I'm saying he will eventually take a hit. JB will, but we'll, we'll see. So that's the person I'm not willing to say he's going to finish last or next to last. Cause it depends on how the health of CMAQ is. We'll we'll see. We'll so, see. Uh, you can. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say Thomas wins it all. Who do you I think? agree. Okay. I go with Thomas. Okay, and then Stump. Let us know who you think. Let us I know. go.
1: I go Stump with number two.
0: I do too. But three, four, it could be one of really four teams, maybe three teams. I don't know.
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to say Landon and then Joe Ryan followed by you. That's that's my prognosis.
0: I think you're better than me. I do. I really do. I'm not just saying that. Remember that? I yes. think I think we did that as an intro to our picks in our first season when we had no idea what we we're doing. Tonight it sounds like we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> or me. But I love this. I love this clip. And by the way, I had to pay money to this use is this. clean. It's it's good. It's it's it sounds like ESPN. So that is our that's our prep or our our jingle, our theme to pick this week's matches. And I screwed up. I emailed you my list. I was gonna wide out. I was going to white out my name. So you've already seen who, who I picked.
1: Oh, I glossed over it. So you're it's not going to affect what I, you know, what I'm saying. So no worries.
0: So we're doing this on, since I opened up my sleeper, obviously when you open up sleeper and you see the, uh, who's going to play. Right. As you know, I try never to talk about my team when we do this podcast. So, um, but because because of the way sleeper presents your team first, let's just go ahead and pick MLB and Landon. Who is going to win that game?
1: I'm going to go with the projection here and uh, go with Landon for week one. I I like his wide receivers. I think he pulls out a win against you here.
0: I definitely agree. His only the question mark is is. Uh, is it JK Dobbins? Is that the running back? Is he yeah, is he still a question mark for week I, one? Yeah, I don't
1: I may not see him playing this this uh week yet. Um can Lennon win without him. He was able to lo- win without him last year. Um but I if he doesn't play Dobbins, he still has a little bit of depth to throw in the flex spot there. Um I think he can he can uh, handle without him at least for a little while.
0: I'm definitely missing, but I'm thinking about filing a complaint with the league office. I don't think his two big wide receiver, that tandem (laughs) that is unfair. I mean, it just, it's totally, totally unfair.
1: Yeah. When you're looking at a team that you have to play and three of their players, if you're not counting their quarterback is projected over 20 points that's that's just not fair I think we need to even that out where's the communism here oh gosh
0: okay we got doc yoga and if we put a y on everybody's last name <laughs> uh, stumpy 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 uh, sorry sorry stump. sorry sorry Jake.
1: stump I'm gonna be a little boring here and go with the projection again I think stump pulls this out I think he's got the the names on his lineup to prove it however don't completely count Dylan out Dylan we've made a crack at your team. We meant made fun of you in the draft, but seriously, you have some players on your team. that are good. And I think uh, just like on my team where there were question marks, I think there were question marks on your team. Um, You know, some of those guys that are getting older, Keenan Allen, um, Hollywood Brown on a new team, things you just don't know how they're going to turn out. So I don't think it's necessarily a complete blowout here. I think Dylan could put up a show and, and make it close, but I'm going to go with stump.
0: Next game is probably the easiest Pick at least for week one acme pack or Joe Ryan
1: going with JR here. Uh, give Chris a couple weeks to get his footing, and then maybe he'll get some some win wins under his belt. But I think starting off in week one, we're not going to see that yet.
0: I, if you'd asked me at the beginning of the week between the commish and G2, I almost was thinking, you know what. G2 could pull this one out. So I went ahead and picked Thomas, but that is a game that could still go either way. I'm going to pick Thomas
1: as well. I think if there's a chance for me to beat him, it's going to be week one. Uh, But I still don't think I'm going to be able to pull it off. Um, I think just like Dylan's team, I think there's too many question marks on my team. And we don't know how the game script is going to go with some of these guys. Uh, you know, with DK Metcalf, um, with Cam Akers, uh, Allen Robinson. Those guys are all in my lineup right now, and I don't know if they're going to give me eight points or twenty-eight points or somewhere in between. I don't trust them right now.
0: And then finally, we have Deflate Gate. By the way, I, did you go pick up his check this week? <laughs> For, you know, for sponsoring, you know, I want that $5,000 check. Yeah. yeah. I, I I forgot to pick that
1: up. Okay. I'll, I'll be over there. I'll be <laughs> over there. You know, I work right across the street from him.
0: Tell him we want that check. And then we'll say innovation uh, for all of your soil testing and all, whatever, everything that he tests, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll advertise that. <laughs> and I'm certain, like I said, it's $5,000 and I want that check <laughs> yeah. in the bank tomorrow. So <laughs> between deflate gate so jb if you're not listening um thomas we expect you to pass on the message he doesn't listen uh he he listens to matthew (laughs) berry instead (laughs) Uh, listening to the night show yeah so miller time or deflate
1: i think miller starts off on a on a solid week one win and he can build momentum on that i think i think miller has a chance Looking at his lineup, it's not bad, and you know, he got Kamara, so it's not like he had a complete loss in, um, you know, losing Tyreek Hill. He's got Michael Thomas in there, and he's finally getting a chance to start for the first time in however long it's
0: been. Let's let's keep an eye on Miller. Well, we've been at this for over one hour, and we pulled this together. I think some people have been asking, are you going to do the show again this year?
1: They still don't know. I don't think everyone still knows.
0: I don't think anyone knows. So this may be a surprise. So we'll, we're going to be back with some of our zaniness, some of our silliness, because we were really serious tonight, weren't we? I mean, Very there, serious. there was nothing. No jokes. There were no, no jokes. jokes. E- even that piece where we recorded, because I did record the draft. That was all serious. You're the one who thought it was funny. I, I, I. I was recording it so I'm sorry for for messing up your show I I'm I'm sorry well we need to call this a wrap anything to say
1: best of luck for the first game of the of the year tomorrow looking forward to football season (laughs) May the wind be always at your
0: Thank you for listening to Vietnam Fantasy Football Talk with the two G's, Mark and Drew.